are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good, good, good. How's it been? Not bad. Just uh, just busy seeing patients, COVID patients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you must have been working a lot during these tough times. Oh yeah. It's a good time though. It's fun. I mean, like when this like pandemic started, like uh, becoming an actual pandemic, did you ever start to get like afraid of going to work during this? Be afraid to go to work? You know, I'll be honest with you. When everything kind of first happened, we weren't so scared. But then once we kind of started seeing some of the bad outcomes, you know, it it really was you know a different story. Especially once I saw some of my colleagues when they started falling ill oh, and they were wow. ending up in the hospital. Yeah, when they were ending up in the hospital, I see you and uh not doing so great that's when it started getting scary oh man that must have been really scary if your own colleagues are getting it that i would yeah. definitely not come to work if my colleagues no i know <laughs> exactly did your, yeah did your duties as a doctor change since it, since the pandemic you know i'll be honest with you they kind of totally changed it's like been oh. a kind of radical change in the past like you know few months it's been kind of a total revolution of like uh the medical world what's what's been different um honestly the way you practice medicine has been totally revolutionized in the past, like, month and a half, I'd say. Oh, wow. Yeah, totally. Everything's totally different. Did you ever find it hard keeping up? You know, the the good thing is, is that, uh, honestly, almost daily, things were kind of evolving with uh, current recommendations for treatment plans and stuff like that. So you really kind of just went day by day. And you kind of just you know, keep an eye on all the uh, new recommendations for what uh, they're recommending for treatment and for prevention and for follow-up. Yeah. So it was it was definitely a learning curve, but you know it was it was fun though. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever think that this like virus would be disappear as it is now? Absolutely not. You know, I'll be honest with you. Initially, I kind of thought it was going to be kind of more like a severe flu. Yeah. Um, but this has been just a totally different ball game. I'll be honest with you. It's been just, it's been insane. I've never seen anything like it. And, uh, you know, I'm still relatively young and early in my career, but I, I can honestly tell you that nobody else from, uh, you know, who's alive right now has ever seen anything like this was a physician. Yeah. I mean, like I know when I was in school, I was like, you know, joking around my friends. Like I was like, I hope I don't get COVID-19. And right. now, like, this is, like, a serious thing. I'm stuck in my home now. Yeah, everybody's stuck in their homes. Yeah. So. Yeah, so how long do you think this, like, pandemic will last? Do you think it's, like, shortly, like, ending? Or do you think that this is going to be here for the long run? You know, I, I think it's going to be one of those things that it's always going to be in the, kind of in the back of our minds. And, you know, we're going to kind of have to really be vigilant and, you know, be more self-aware, especially with how we, um, you know, kind of interact with other people. And how we go about even our daily business. I think even as as small as like a handshake, I think it's yeah. people are going to think twice about it. It's going to really make a big difference and make a big change in everybody's lives. Yeah. So, so have you been like mm-hmm. in contact with a patient that like has had COVID nineteen? Oh yeah, I've been in really? contact with a lot of them. Oh yeah. Mhm. Oh wow, wow. So you must be like seeing like firsthand how much is growing. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. Actually, one of one of my close friends. Um, he actually uh, came down with COVID. He's a relatively young guy. And uh, he actually ended up, I sent him to the hospital because he was not doing so well. And then on like uh, day number three of his hospitalization, he actually got worse. We had to intubate him. 
Wow. And uh, he was intubated. Yeah, and he ended up with like a chest tube. Chest tube is something that goes inside of your chest because he developed, we call it like a pneumothorax. And pneumothorax okay. is like there's air around the lung. That's kind of a serious situation because it can cause compression of the lung and cause him to stop breathing. So we had a chest tube in him. He was intubated. And I actually just uh, FaceTimed him today earlier uh, when I was talking to you. And he looks great. I mean, he's... Oh, that's and that was almost a month ago, and he was terrible. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not like a concerned person or a worried person, but I was really worried about him. Oh, wow. That, so it thank was very God. worried to see that he was doing well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, you see this, like, front head, how this, like, COVID-19 is, like, growing rapidly and rapidly. So, like, mm-hmm. what would you say to the people, like, who are afraid, like, this is, like, you know, the people who are not doctors, who don't know, like, the biological aspect of COVID-19? Right. What would you say uh-huh. to, like, people that, like, are, like, scared out of their minds, like, what if my kid has it? What do I have? What if I have it? You know, I'll be honest with you. From I'm, I don't see kids. I'm not, yeah. I don't see, you know, kids as a, a doctor, but... From what I've seen in my experience is the kids typically are fairly resilient to it and they do well. It's kind of more adults that, you know, kind of take the beating. But really the main thing is I feel like just proper hygiene, hand washing, keeping social distancing and kind of being self-aware of what's going on. Thank you guys so much. You too. Can I go out here? Can I go out here? Okay. Thank you. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, and just kind of those kind of self-awareness issues, which I think are the best way to prevent it. Thank you. Why, why do you think kids are like so like not uh, endangered by this virus? You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not exactly sure. They just seem to respond much better and have a uh, you know much gentler disease process than an adult would. Um, it maybe has something to do with you know kind of just their lifestyle. You know, adults. Sometimes they get exposed to like a lot more, you know, toxins. They, yeah. you know, eat, you know, not so healthy all the time. They smoke. They're more prone to like diabetes, high blood pressure, yeah. all these kind of issues, which we're seeing a like increased risk for complications from COVID. So how is your like, you know, where you were, your workplace or hospital, how is it like adapted to the COVID-19 nowadays? So I go... Uh, hello? I've told... Hello? Yeah. All right. Yeah, perfect. Oh, sorry. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you repeat what you just said? Oh, yeah. So I, I go to... I have an office where I see patients, yeah. and I go to two hospitals, and I go to five nursing homes. Oh, so wow. That's a lot of places. For the, for, yeah. So for the office, we totally stopped seeing patients in person. I'm doing all virtual visits on the computer, which... I've never done before. I mean, it's a totally as it been difficult. Concept. You know, <laughs> for me, I'm not so good with the computer stuff. Yeah. So it was a little bit harder for me, but you know, I had to. Uh, you know, I just my girls helped me a lot in the office, yeah. and I was able to kind of adapt to it, and it went really good. The patients really like it. They appreciate it. You know, I think yeah, people that are kind of stuck at home, and they mm-hmm. kind of really appreciate at least being to see being able to see their doctor yeah you know even if it's like on facetime or something it's just nice to yeah, know that like it's good. you know we're here for them if they need anything you know yeah like so i know that like the covid19 or the coronavirus you know i think uh-huh. i believe it affects your lungs and like your way of breathing 
And I also uh-huh. know that you could have the coronavirus and have no symptoms. Have you ever exactly. found like somebody that has the coronavirus with no symptoms? You know what? I actually had one of my uh, other good friends. He had zero symptoms at all. And we actually sent him to uh, one of your uncle's facilities. And he okay. ended up testing positive for coronavirus. <laughs> God. So, I mean, and you know, he, he has a wife and he has two kids. Yeah. So, I mean, he had to quarantine and, you know, basically stay away from his family. Oh, my God. And, and, you know, that was after, like, I mean, he just went, I just sent him to get tested just because he had, like, a, you know, very mild headache. Oh, my God. So, it's like, I mean, you just don't really know until you oh, really look for that's, it. That's dangerous. Have you tested yeah. yourself, uh, like, often now? You know what? I have <laughs> actually not been tested yet. Oh, wow. I was, yeah. I was tested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. Yeah, like I know hospitals have like you know they have like like even my like when my my dad was saying that when he went to the hospital uh-huh. just like for uh-huh. like for his business he yeah. had to go through like different stations till they like actually oh, like, yeah. released him. Is that like you the know, same I, for you? You know, I go to the nursing homes. The nursing yeah. homes are like checkpoints. When you go overseas, yeah. you know they have checkpoints everywhere you go. Yeah. This is like the same thing as that. You stop. You know, do you have these symptoms? Have you been anywhere? Have you been out of the country? Have you been in contact with anybody? That's a whole series of questions. And then they make you kind of like go through a sterilization process. They check, check your temperature. And then even at that, you really can't even get that close to the patient sometimes. Because, oh, wow. you know, especially in nursing homes, those are the patients yeah. at the greatest risk for, for complications and death, essentially, from the illness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was it like, like, you know, finding your first patient that actually had this virus? Uh, you know what? Honestly, it was... A little bit, I wouldn't say scary, but you just wanted to make sure that you did the right thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you just, actually, my, my friend was actually the first one that I found, and that was, like, a, just over a month ago. Oh, were you, like, surprised or shocked? I was, I was very surprised, but, you know, I mean, we did the right thing. We, we took care of him, and uh, yeah. he's doing great now, and I guess that's really all that matters. <laughs> Do you think, like, yeah. you said that, like, you know, like, like the whole, like, way of, of doctors looking through, like, the medical aspect has changed so much over the course of the month. Do you think, like, like, uh, like America or the Michigan or, like, even just, like, your local hospital, how uh, well do you think they adapted to this, like, virus? You know, I would say, to be honest with you, in, as a whole, I think the United States really adapted really well to it. It was a total yeah. learning curve for every single person involved. And I, I really kind of think nobody really knew exactly what to do from the start. But yeah. I will be, I'll say this. I think everybody uh, in general, I think they kind of, everybody kind of came together and they saw that there was an, a problem and it was everybody's problem. And everybody kind of just came together and said, you know what, we got to take care of this issue and tackle this issue full force. And I think everybody really kind of just came together. You didn't really see too many people arguing or fighting or saying, you know, we don't want to do that. Yeah. I think, which I think was kind of very impressive. I was very kind of impressed by how everybody kind of came together. You know, I know like a lot of doctors who have like decreased their staff be- because uh-huh. of like COVID-19. Has this been the same for you? You know what? We had um, in my office, I have uh, three girls working for me and I was yeah. able to maintain their employment throughout oh, this nice. whole process. And it was mainly due to the uh, virtual visits that I was oh, able yeah. to do. So, you know, if, if I'm able to maintain, you know, steady uh, patient flow through the office, through the virtual visits, 
then there, you know, there's no reason why I was not able to maintain my staff. Do you think it's harder to diagnose people with just like from the uh, just from the uh, face of a screen? You know, absolutely. It's it's yeah. you know, it's it's always you know much better to see somebody in person, be able to examine them, you know, kind of get a feel for what's going on in person. But you know, at this point, you know, you kind of have to kind of roll with it, and you got to adapt, and you got to you know be a you know uh, adaptive to it. I think that's really what we had to end up doing. Oh wow, that that's actually a lot. So for my final, huh? that's actually a very meaningful, like a great answer. Do you think uh-huh. uh, the, for our last question now, like the last question uh-huh. I always ask all my guests is, what do you say to all these people, like these are just normal like teenagers, adults who are listening to this podcast? What do you say to them, like if they're scared about the coronavirus? You know, I think there's always going to be a little bit of fear, you know, initially. I think you know it's it's a you know valid feeling to be scared. I think we are making big, big progress. I think from where we were, you know, a month, two months ago to a month ago to a week ago, even to like a few days ago, I think every single day we're making progress. We're, you know, discovering new things. We're discovering new treatments and we're making progress. And I think that, you know, in the next week, two weeks, month, we're going to even be further along than we are now. Yeah. And this is going to be a thing of the past. And we're going to look back and, you know, remember this time and be grateful for everything that we were able to accomplish and for our safety. And I think if people just kind of look at it in that way and put it in perspective like that, I think people will, you know, I think people will really kind of adapt to it and, and do fine. Now, yeah, do you, do, you, do you think, like, people should get at least tested once or do you think they should not? Because, like, there's, like, you could not have any symptoms and still mm-hmm. have it. You know, the, the issue is, and you're right, the issue is is that there's so many asymptomatic people, meaning people who don't have uh, yeah. show signs of having the disease. And those are the real people that you kind of worry about because they're kind yeah. of walking around, they're going out, they're going here, they're going there, and they don't, you know, you don't show any symptoms, so how do you know that they have it and they're interacting with everybody and they're potentially spreading it, you know, throughout the community. And I really yeah. think you're, you know, I think at some point, you know, you're going to have to either test everybody or you're going to have to develop a vaccine. I think at this point, at this stage in the game, you know, we're going to hopefully have antibody testing available within the next week or two, thanks to your uncle. Yeah, and, uh, you know, nice. and, uh, and I think, you know what, I think at, at a certain, you know, degree, people are going to have to get tested before they can get the yeah. vaccine. Because right, well. how else are you going to find it, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been a blast to talk to you. And um, this all will be edited. Like, And I just want to say thank you so much for spending the time to talk to me. I know your life is very busy nowadays. So just thank you so much. I totally appreciate it. And thank you so much. And be well. All right. Yeah. Have a great day and have a uh, safe, safe life. Thank you so much. You too. Take care, buddy. All right. All right take care. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.